But I want to just say to everybody, go gentle and go easy. And I hope everybody listening in, we all get through this in, in the best way possible. I know it's going to be a very difficult time for many, but try to be kind to people and know that they're doing the best that they can. Welcome to Girls With Goals. My name is Neve Mar. I hope that the week of social distancing, self-isolation and of working from home has been kind to you and that you're all keeping safe and following government guidelines, of course. Thank you all for getting in touch about last week's show. We do have a lot more to talk about this week. A little bit later on, I'm going to be joined by writer and broadcaster Andrea Hayes. I know a lot of people at the moment are struggling with anxiety and They're doing a little bit of soul searching as well and trying to reconnect with themselves, as am I. Andrea has literally written a book on mind, body and soul and connecting all three. So we're going to catch up with her later on. I also spoke to Neve Crawford Walker earlier on in the week. So Neve is a career coach who mostly works with millennials and people in the early stages of their career. So she had some really interesting insights and takes on what people could be doing with their time right now. But first, Michael Dyer is the co-owner of Clean cut meals. The company have started a Feed the Frontline staff initiative and in the past week alone they've given 500 meals to medical frontline workers. So take a listen. So Michal Dyer is joining us now, co-owner of Clean Cut Meals and I'm actually getting a two for one. I didn't introduce Connor McCallion earlier but Connor McCallion, the other co-owner of Clean Cut Meals. Lads, how are you getting on? Uh, excellent, how are you? Good, good. Really nice to talk to you. Um, so we, we want to talk about the initiative that, that you guys have started um, to feed the front line. Can you tell me a little bit about why you decided to do this in the first place? Uh, I suppose we just seen that there was a need for it, you know, and mm. we're actually very lucky in this epidemic that we are still a fully functioning business. So we do have the resources currently to fulfill the need. Uh, we started the initiative on our own backs, obviously, uh, because we never want to waste meals. Sometimes we do have excess meals. So we decided to cook up some extra one week just to see how it went. It was absolutely massive. We sent out about 1,000 meals on our own back the first week with a load of snacks and breakfast to different locations around Ireland. The uptake was huge. And from that, then we decided, you know what, if we could get the nation behind us and get more help from you know, from, from the community and just do what Ireland does best by sticking together. We can make this a national initiative. We can really help the ones in need and not only the frontline workers and the people who are working tirelessly day and night to fight this, but the people who are in isolation, the people who the supermarket, the elderly who can't be seen by their daughters or sons because they might have children themselves and they're scared to, to give the virus or might have the virus too, you know. So it was from that. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose like in the last week, and I know this is kind of the early days of this initiative, and like you said, hopefully it's going to gather a lot of momentum. What have you learned since kind of starting this in terms of what is going on in the front line in terms of like the food that they're eating and, and the stresses that they're under? Because I suppose, like myself slightly, we are all social distancing and, and putting ourselves mm-hmm. in self-isolation. So there is a bit of a disconnect going on. So what can you kind of tell us about about what's going on there? Well, like what we've learned is that people aren't getting the food that they need to stay like full of nutrients and to keep their energy going for the long shift. I heard a couple of people on the radio, frontline workers, who were saying that they hadn't eaten meat in 10 or 12 days because every time they get a break, all they can do is go to the canteen. In the canteen, all that's left is cheese sandwiches. So it's crazy really to see what these people are refueling on. 
when they've worked such long shifts. And to the extent of people social distancing, keeping isolation, they don't want to go to supermarkets and, and you yeah. can't blame them. And people's shifts are so long when they're working these hours, so they don't have time to actually do it. So we feel that what we're providing is, is not only benefiting them because they don't have to leave their home and it's convenient, but also because it's so nourish, nourishing, you know, and it's full of infinite and it's, and it's, it's fuel to keep you going. So, so that's really it. Yeah. You said there earlier, you know, that um, your business is in a unique position and that the fact that it's still very much fully functional, I suppose, if you look at the kind mm-hmm. of broader spectrum of the food industry at the moment, it has been hit really, really hard. Clean Cut Meals is a sure. professional meal prep uh, service. So there's there's always been that delivery aspect to it. I suppose um, from kind of a, a food perspective and looking at the whole industry, how do you think things are going to bounce back? I mean, I know it's, it's a tough time for everybody out there but I mean do you think that businesses are going to be able to recover from this? It, to be honest it's an uncertain time from it. as you said we are in a unique position but we don't want to capitalise on this position and that's why we want to help people we're only looking for a subsidised amount to fulfil so we can actually just help people it's not like we're trying to make a gain on something really bad we're lucky enough we can stay open and we can give employment and we're there to help too so we should be able to ride this wave out and hopefully other and other businesses will be able to do the same and we can all bounce back stronger. You know, I think as a nation, we love to stick together. We love to help each other. And I do feel that after this pandemic, Irish people will be buying off Irish companies and Irish Irish suppliers. And I think we because that's what we're great at. And I do, I do really think that it'll be positive afterwards. We just got to ride this wave out. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, hopefully, and it's good to kind of hear that positivity come through because it's exactly what we need. So tell us um, quickly, because I'll let you go. I know you're busy. How can people get involved in this? I know that there's a GoFundMe and stuff like that. So give us a few details on how we can help out. So if you want to get involved, it's very simple. We have a GoFundMe page live. We have it on our social channels and we actually have it on our website, cleancutmeals.ie. It's very easy. Pop onto the website. You'll see a banner at the top. It's just a GoFundMe page. And all the information is on that link on the GoFundMe um, site itself. If there is people who want to get in touch with us directly, please don't hesitate. Send an email to support at cleancutmeals.ie and just voice your concerns there. If you know someone who is in isolation or who is vulnerable or you have some frontline workers that you know need the food, please do get in touch because we're shipping out another probably 1,500 to 2,000 meals this week and we'll, we'll do so as we get the donation further for the next couple of weeks. So let's make this a big initiative for the whole nation and let's help the people in need. Brilliant. Michal and Connor as well. Thank you so much uh, for coming on and chatting. And also thanks a million for what you're doing. It's great to hear and it's great to see it. And like you said, you know, everyone will hopefully come through the other end of this. So thanks so much, lads, for talking to us. Super. Thanks so much for the call. Okay, that was Hall and Connor there. Thank you so much. Although I introduced Connor, I don't think he said anything, but they were both in the car together anyway. But thank you so much uh, to the lads from Clean Cut Meals. If you can, go and help them out. Uh, they're doing an incredible thing there for people on the front line and also for vulnerable people in the community as well, as well as elderly people as well. So do go and support them. Right, moving on now to my next guest, Andrea Hayes. She's a writer and a broadcaster. I've actually known her for years. We used to work together way back when in the radio days. Um, I have seen her in a while and basically I just I was thinking about how I could cover the topic of of 
this sense of unease that everybody is is kind of feeling and the levels of anxiety that people are experiencing now that they potentially had never experienced before because of what's going on with COVID-19 and the coronavirus as well. Andrea Hayes is a woman who, when you speak to her, everything just feels a little bit better. She's written books uh, on wellness, on meditation. She's a certified hypnosis as well. She's been through a huge amount herself and on her own journey when it comes to wellness and health. Um, so I caught up with her earlier on and have a listen. Andrea Hayes, thank you so much for coming on and chatting to us. It's great to be. It's great to be chatting to another human being in these times. Nice yeah. to be making contact with people. Absolutely. Um, I suppose first off, exactly like you said, it's so lovely to chat in these unusual and incredibly strange times. How are you? How are your family keeping at the moment? How's everything going? It's different. Um, it's a very different flow and schedule that we have now. So we're just adapting and um, it's going quite well. So we've got a little bit of homeschooling going on. We've got a little crash going on. My husband is working from home and I'm actually studying at the moment. So I've got my college work and research happening. So it's a real melting pot of um, family life, but it's, it's good. We're, we're doing OK, thank God. That's good. Yeah, good to hear. Um, I suppose one of the reasons why I wanted to chat to you a little bit as well is a lot of people have kind of been thrust into this just completely different journey, I suppose, that a lot of people would never have imagined going on. And I think a lot of people are kind of turning inwards and looking at their own kind of wellness and their own relationship with themselves because they have this time now to do that. And I suppose like from my point of view, I've, I've known you for years and I know that you've been very open about your own journey through wellness and you've, you've literally written books about it as well. So for anybody who's listening and who doesn't know about that, can you kind of give us a little bit insight into your own journey when it comes to your mind, your body and your soul, if I'm going to quote your book title there? Um, yeah, it was very interesting. A few years ago, I was working for Virgin Media and I was very busy with Animal A&D. I had coming home for Christmas another TV show and I was covering some other work there and I got diagnosed with a rare brain disorder um, called Chiari Malformation 1 and I'd had a history of chronic pain and I decided to sort of do what's happening now, just take myself out of my normal life and I took three months to really connect with myself and every day I walked in a park, I journaled every day and I actually went to mass as well. I just needed some schedule and some kind of something going on. And out of that, my first book, Pain-Free Life, manifested. And I never kind of expected to be an author. I'm sort of a producer and television presenter. That's all I've done. Mm. Um, so that was the first book. And then the journaling book, um, My Life Goals Journal, and then the Mind, Body, Soul Journal came out of that again. And then a dog tail book for charity because I'm animal obsessed. Yeah. But really, it was quite incredible when you take time out, like what's happening now, and reconnect with your what you truly want and, and start just going out into the fresh air and just being present. And it, this was kind of mindfulness before even wellness was a big thing. It was my journey back to wellness because the opposite of illness is wellness. So that was my search at the time. But it's really an important thing to do um, every so often, I think, just to stop, pause and reconnect with yourself and go back to basics. And that's what's happening at the moment all of the convenience things that we would have at our disposal now have kind of all stopped. So we have to readjust and kind of reset what we're doing. And I think it's a really good time 
to um, kind of go back to our roots. And it's even funny, you know, because the thing I miss most at the moment probably is my hairdresser. Um, yeah. It was my luxury that I liked. And I noticed, even if, you know, if you dye your hair, you're starting to see your natural kind of colour coming back out. And it's really interesting to get back to that natural rhythm and that natural flow. And that's what I think we're doing at the moment. Hopefully that's what people are doing and, and looking on the positives. Because I really believe that the lens that you look through life it's a filter on everything. It's like in television or in audio or editing and even in writing, you know, whatever way you want to edit something or look at something, that's how it's going to be projected. So we've got an opportunity now to decide what lens we're going to take on this particular pandemic. That's really very challenging for many people. But if you go at it every day with a positive lens, I think that really changes how your day flows. Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting when you said there about, you know, when it comes to your own journey, you were you were diagnosed um, with this disorder, and then from there, kind of made you stop and really made you refocus on what was important in life. I think one of the things that a lot of people, and I, I include myself in this 100%, are struggling with when it comes to this level of, you know, anxiety and kind of uncertainty is the fact that nobody was this was not a choice for anybody. Nobody made this decision to kind of, you know, self-isolate and take all, you know, work from home and stuff like that. And I think feeling out of control is something that a lot of people struggle with. Was that, was that something that you've ever encountered or do do you have any kind of ways around that, that almost feeling of helplessness? Obviously nobody could have predicted a global pandemic, but I mean, just in, in general, that feeling of helplessness when it comes to, control over over your own life well it's very interesting because somebody who's a producer you know everything is edited time scheduled within you know there's pre-production post-production and then production and all those sorts of things but the biggest thing for me was acceptance I had to accept that my health was always going to be a challenge something I'd have to really work on every single day which makes me very present focused so I only stay in today and really just stay in, in not go too far into the future because you just can't predict when you have a chronic illness. And I have a number of different chronic diseases now. But really what's interesting about the question that you asked is that the whole control thing is the biggest thing we can go, we can do in life is just let go and not get too attached to the outcomes because often what happens is, and this is a really big lesson, we're so much into the future that we're almost trying to forecast how we think it will be in the future and we're missing the wonderful opportunities that sometimes are right in front of us. Whereas if we just stay present focused and just kind of think about, well, how am I feeling today? And I can only change this moment right now. Suddenly things start to manifest and you start to create incredible abundance in your life because... I often find that sometimes we put boundaries on ourselves by by kind of thinking, oh, well, I can only get that job or maybe I can only get this because we have a vision. But sometimes the vision is huge. I would never have guessed I would have written four best-selling books if I had a thought about being an author. That was never my intention. My intention was to write an authentic story. And it was really nerve-wracking for me when they said, well, you know, would you want to publish this book? I was like, no, no, no. I just, yeah. I talked to writers I'd never want to publish a book it was just very cathartic for me and then I got connected with the whole concept of just helping one person because at the time this is a number of years ago I hadn't really heard about chronic pain or invisible illness it wasn't as much out even mental illness wasn't as spoken about in the media 
as it is now. So it was a huge thing. But my my focus was just on helping one person and then that manifested. And similarly with my TV work, I mean, I only focus on animals. That's all I really am attached to. But I'm not attached to necessarily the ratings or will it bring me another job? But when you stay in the lane that's authentic to you, things really start to flow for you and it's effortless. You don't ever have to look for a job. You don't really ever have to um, kind of set you. It's not as hard as we make it. Sometimes we make life very, very hard. But actually when you're really doing what ignites your light and what really lights you up, you have that glow about you and everybody's got, you look really well and, you know, it, everything that's superficial is just falls away. So I would really say to people, just find out, well, what today is lighting me up? What is giving me energy and positive energy today? And if that's reading a book or going out for a walk or doing exercise, but if something makes you feel negative or something makes you feel bad, then you just really need to walk away from that. People, situations, jobs, everything I think has an expiration date and it's okay to let go and let go of the expectations, let go of what you think you should or where you should be or what you think you should be doing. Just let go and just live in the moment and love yourself. It's really important to start to fall back in love with yourself because you're perfect and whatever way you're showing up today is is how you can be today and you can only just be a little bit better tomorrow or maybe not so you know it doesn't really matter just show up in every day and at the end of the day I always say just say give yourself a real tap on the back and say you know you've done your best well done and just pick three things that you're grateful for because what you focus on expands so if you focus on positive things more positive things come in but if you focus on the anxiety the stress the worry you'll notice that you'll start attracting more of that into your life. So it kind of catastrophizes. So I would really say, so I just try to stay present on even the fact that you can have a conversation with me today. That's a really positive yeah. thing. Or, you know, you can, if you can't get out of your apartment or your house, if you are isolated, look out the window. I was looking at the birds migrating the other night. They're all kind of making these patterns in the sky. And I was like mesmerized for five minutes, but it just really brought my energy back down and really kind of grounded me in. So if you can't even get out, just try and walk out and breathe in a couple of nice deep breaths or go out to a garden or just stand and just watch the world go by without any expectation or without feeling, you know, you have to be on your phone or taking photographs, just be there and be present. And you'll notice after, if you do it for a couple of days, you will notice that you're kind of, you start to change. It's funny you say you say that kind of um, expectation that we all have on ourselves. And I find it so interesting to see how we've all adapted to this scenario that we're all faced with here that obviously, like I said before, that none of us could have expected. I think it's so interesting because we're so hard on ourselves as well, Andrea, aren't we? Like the pressures that we put on ourselves in day-to-day life when it's normal. And then now there's this whole new set of pressures when it comes to being at home. There's the pressure of like, well, how many online YouTube tutorials have you done today in terms of exercising? Like you're either going to come out of this as like the fittest you've ever been or you're not. I mean, it's, it's funny just because we've almost we've almost shifted from the the rat race of everyday life to this working from home rat race, which I feel like, you know, it, it is crucial, everything you're saying to kind of try and give ourselves a little bit of a break because in these uncertain times, I mean, you know, we can't add that extra pressure onto us as well. Is there something that you think is worthwhile in terms of trying to block out all of that noise from social media, although social media is something that a lot of us now are really depending on when it comes to 
getting information at all. It's really interesting. I mean, I'm not really into social media. I always say you should count your blessings instead of counting your followers. You should follow your heart. You should like yourself first before going on and scrolling through and liking other people. I think social media is great. We're able to chat and connect with people. And it's a really good tool for people when you're pulling out the positives from it. And as soon as it starts to feel in any way negative or you're feeling bad about yourself, it's time to switch off and then plug into something that gives you energy. If you like watching a movie, watch a movie. If it's friends, you like watching. If it's music, if it's reading a book. For me, I just love recently even just going out and I'm really connected to nature. And I just like, you know, feeling grounded and even a walking meditation. When you're walking, you know, everybody's on their phone and and they're doing couch to 5K. And all of those things are really positive. But try to stay present in them. When you're walking, just notice what's around and you know the best places to go or go to the Dublin mountains where there's no wi-fi there's no wi-fi there for a reason because you really are supposed to plug into nature I mean if you go up if you live in Dublin or anywhere around the country there's so many amazing sites if you live beside a national park try to get in and just really connect to the wilderness of nature and I'm telling you it will ignite the wild within you and that's when people have these aha moments And these moments of inspiration and something that might have seemed like a negative will suddenly be this positive moment where you go, actually, do you know what I could do? You know, maybe you're going to start a blog or maybe you're going to write something. Maybe you're going to journal through this or send letters to old friends. Like you'll start something new and fresh if you just deconnect from what everybody else is doing. One of the things that I really like to say to people is then... Find your own magic. You know, there's something wonderfully unique and authentic about you. Start to kind of fan the flame of that and then suddenly great things will manifest. But when you're using other people as a yardstick to measure up to, it's never, it's a a losing battle and you're going to start to kind of beat yourself up about that. So don't worry about what anybody else is doing. Just do what you have to do and do you and, and just enjoy it. And find the joy every day. As I said, even if it's only five minutes to dance around the kitchen or like cooking whatever it is that feeds you and gives you joy that's what you should be attached to right now oh finding the joy Andrea I absolutely love that I mean I suppose you've kind of meandered into the into the next question that I was going to ask you anyway which is to do with essentially strategies and I suppose you know without talking about it in a manner that would put pressure on anybody or without kind of saying to people that this is how we think you should do it you are you are very well equipped when it comes to uh, wellness strategies. You've written about them. You've, you've written about them in your uh, life goal journals. You've said yourself that journaling is actually something that you really uh, connect with and that really helps you as well. I know that you're also a hypnotherapist. So, I mean, can you kind of talk us through a few different things that really work for you and, and maybe things that you think might work for other people who are feeling a little bit lost at the moment or who are trying their best, but who, you know, don't have the tools necessary to to deal with what a lot of people are going through right now. Well, I do love journaling. It's free therapy and it's it's the reason why people like Oprah and Barack Obama and all the way through the ages, people have journaled. One of the quick tips that you can do with journaling and you can do it kind of anytime or you can, I journal on my phone now, I put it into notes so you can do this anywhere. But one of the questions to ask is who are the radiators in your life and who are the drainers or what are what are the radiators and draining things that you do? So what lights you up? What fills you with happiness, enthusiasm and who makes you smile and just makes you feel good about yourself? 
they, you know, go towards those people, anything that is draining you. And if you did this even just for a day, like I noticed when I got off the phone calls from certain people, I was feeling a bit down and I didn't quite notice at the time what was. But when you're being consciously aware of this, so just be aware of anything that's draining. And if something is draining, just be aware of it and then just try to balance that off with things that are going to ignite you and just fill you up. Um, I've lots of free um, meditations on my website, andreahaze.ie. They're all free. There's some from the Life Goals Journals. It's a great one for losing weight if anybody's trying to do that at the moment because I know people are kind of attached to their fridge and it's oh, bringing snacking. in all the <laughs> There's a really good, I haven't listened to the weight one in a while. I must start listening to it again but um, I know when I did the Life Goals Journal it was one of the ones that a lot of people used to email me about and there's the Mind Body Soul which is sort of like half hybrid between meditation and kind of a little bit of guided um, hypnosis but the meditation give you time for self-inquiry and really one for self-inquiry even if you go out into nature ask yourself a question how do I feel about this um, what's really going on with my emotions and just allow yourself to kind of free association right so anything like that I think is really really good yeah, you you actually I, I read um on your website that you you kind of do self hypnosis and you lead yourself through things like that. Just completely correct me now if I'm being ridiculously stupid, but what is the difference between like a self hypnosis and say a self guided meditation? No idea. So well, they're kind of very similar. The basic thing with hypnosis is you want to go into the alpha brain state. That's the first state that you want to go in. So that is the sort of dreamy, relaxed state. Sometimes it happens automatically. You can hear about highway hypnosis. Have you ever been driving a car and suddenly you're kind of driving down, you've missed your turn or you kind yes. of don't know how you quite got there. Often happens in the shower, for example, when you're doing things that your brain is very used to doing and you could do automatically on autopilot. Um, well, then your brain kind of goes into this kind of almost like it's an alpha brainwave state. So it's kind of a semi-sleepy state. And this is the this is a great place to be because that's where those aha moments are. And that's where those inspiration things come. But what you can do is if you, I mean, I, I'm trained to do this myself. So I'm so, it's so easy for me. I'm probably walking around in, in that state, just semi-state all the time. <laughs> But if you, a very simple trick to do is write down an affirmation or something, and an affirmation is a, a statement of intent, so something you want, make it time specific. So like you have to say, in one month's time, you know, in May 2020, I will have walked every day or I will have um, done whatever you want to do, read a book, but you have to attach a feeling to it. I will do that because it will make me feel happy. I will, you know, do a digital detox for one week. So even if it's one day, one week or whatever, try to make everything so tight that your brain knows the parameters because the brain can be fooled very, very easily. It's like if you're watching a movie and it's a scary movie and for just a second or two, you kind of get a fright. And then what happens is your kind of conscious brain will kick in and tell the subconscious, don't be silly, you know, that was only a movie. And then we kind of stop forgetting. But what we're trying to do is really trick the subconscious brain through relaxation and going into the alpha state that you can achieve, you know, whatever it is you want to achieve, what the brain conceives and the mind can achieve. So it's, it's kind of that Mickey Mouse, Disney, Walt Disney kind of very famous tagline but what you're trying to do then is if you a very simple step if you start at 20 and if you count back to one and just um saying your affirmation if you want to in between 20 going down to 19 and then just say as you're going down i'm getting more and more relaxed 
deeper and deeper with every number. I feel very relaxed. And just even that little thing, if you were to do it in the morning when you wake up with a kind of an affirmation and, and at night time, or if you can't work an affirmation, just something you're grateful for because what you focus on will expand. And that's just a really quick way to recalibrate. And if you notice during the day that you're feeling a little bit off, just take two minutes and just count down from 20. And if you get lost, so if it's like 14, you start thinking about shopping or what you're going to eat for dinner, try and go back to 20 and just try and stay present for that 20 countdown to one and see what the outcome is. But it's it's really useful. I mean, I did it after when I was studying um, clinical hypnosis um, and I achieved so much, which actually is what made me write the My Life Goals journal yeah. because I was I was like nailing my goals I was like wow this stuff is good Jane yeah. Mack and everybody was like what are you how are you, how are you getting all those jobs and how like how does this thing so how are you, what are you doing so I just it's wrote so interesting lots of people yeah it's so interesting even when you were saying it there I was kind of like going to 20 in my brain and then I was like no Neve, don't count down from 20 you're you're actually in the middle of an interview right now pay attention but the way you speak about it is so soothing that I really like I want to do it as soon as I get off the phone um I'm gonna let you go now but finally I, I kind of wanted to ask you and like you said before all of all of this information and abundance of information is available on Andrea's website andreahayes.ie we'll link it in the description box below as well so you should go and, and take a look at it um I suppose Andrea finally you know I'm you know, talking to a lot of people and, um, you know, obviously we're, we can't ignore what's happening at the moment, but I am trying to bring a certain amount of positivity to, you know, this show and to what we're trying to get out there in terms of our information. So from your point of view, I suppose if we're to look at the other side of this and when we come out of it, um, how, how do you see things being, do you, how do you see ourselves being, you know, we're, we're, going around now we've got all of this time on our hands hopefully people are using it to their advantage and they're you know working on themselves a little bit and stuff like that but yeah I mean do you have any kind of pearls of wisdom for how we're all going to get through this as a society one of the interesting things I, I saw something about Venice and I noticed that um, some of the swans are back in the canals in Venice and the dolphins are now swimming back up to Venice so there's a lot of stuff happening that we're unaware of and we can't see it's yeah. almost like we've we've sowed these seeds so just think about a garden we've kind of put some seeds into the ground and they are working away and we can't see them and we might see tiny little shoots coming up of change like even within ourselves be kind be gentle with yourself don't expect things to manifest you might be listening to this and going everybody else is doing something and I'm not doing anything during this time whatever you're doing is fine because this shift in our flow and this shift in how we're operating is planting a little seed and what's going to happen is we're going to see these wonderful little buds and suddenly new things will grow so whatever manifests is exactly what's supposed to manifest for you right now but don't kind of pull the seeds up before they time to really bed in and root. So, you know, if you're going to do some healthy eating, like if it doesn't work after a few days, just keep going with it and just be gentle and kind to yourself because this is a time when we're all going back to basics and whatever the lesson that you're meant to learn is the, le- is the lesson that's going to unfold for you. So just trust the process. Just think of having love in your heart, trust and just know that, have faith that something is going to manifest for the greater good of everybody. If somebody is unwell or sick in your family, you know, just attend to that as well as best you can and be gentle with yourself at this moment and have a kind heart as you look through your own lens. Think about, you know, are you being judgmental with the world or are you being kind and just try to foster whatever it is that you want to grow in your heart because the more that you 
embody whatever it is you want to be, the more you'll see that around you in your world. But I want to just say to everybody, go gentle and go easy. And I hope everybody listening in, we all get through this in, in the best way possible. I know it's going to be a very difficult time for many, but try to be kind to people and know that they're doing the best that they can. Oh, absolutely. Andrea, words to live by. Unbelievable. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. What did I tell you about Andrea Hayes? I'm so soothed. I need to kind of pick myself up a little bit to finish the episode. Um, But yeah, andreahayes.ie, if you go and you take a look on her website, you'll find everything that she was talking about there, everything from her books. Uh, She's got a lot of books and also she has a book about dogs we didn't even get into that um but yeah she's just an incredible woman and she gave a really incredible message there of just being kind to yourself and sparking joy and all that kind of good stuff that we all need at the moment. Um, So finally, I wanted to share a snippet of an interview that I did earlier on in the week. Um, Neve Crawford Walker is a career coach. It's interesting what she does because she predominantly focuses on younger people who are just entering into their career. So millennials um, who are kind of starting out in their career, a really interesting time, obviously for people, hundreds of thousands of people in this country alone have lost their jobs because of what's been going on. So I wanted to talk to her a little bit about how you can utilize your time at this moment, how not to panic and freak out about, you know, things that are going on that are completely out of our control. And she had some really interesting insights into uh, just looking at things a little bit differently when it comes to a potential career crisis in your life. So I'm going to leave you with Neve Crawford Walker. The full video of her interview is available on the her.ie Instagram account as well if you want to go. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for subscribing. And um, please do come back again next week. We'll have another show for you and we'll chat to you then. My name is Neve Crawford Walker and I am a trained coach and I work with young women who are just starting out in their careers, whether they have a side hustle that they're developing um, or venturing into freelancing or just starting out applying for that kind of dream job. A lot of people are scared right now. I know a lot of people have faced uncertainty with their jobs, but I do kind of feel like there's no better time than now to invest in yourself and to start looking at um, those things that you've maybe daydreamed about um, because I think those daydreams are going to be louder than ever. Obviously, things are really weird and scary right now and I don't want to dismiss that at all. Um, I think a lot of it is kind of taking time to process that but also um, I was sort of trying to be trying to push people with looking at their strengths and the things the skills that they can offer and getting creative and getting innovative with that um, whether that's taking some of their skills online or whether that's looking at um, ways that they can solve problems for some of the other people like, like everyone that are suffering right now um, so yeah so I would look at what you have in front of you and how you can get creative with it and you kind of got nothing to lose by trying things and if you it's it's that whole thing if you don't try you'll never know and you don't want to end up regretting it and I think the reason I did things like the confidence collective and why I started with confidence is because um it's not a matter of skills or abilities or experience that end up holding people back it is their mindset and believing that they can do it or worrying about failing or what other people will think but at the end of the day like you know you're gonna you are if you're still thinking about it just take the leap just try it um face the fear (laughs) 